Welcome to Cinebiz Real Talk. I am your host, Joshua Pearson, here today with my co-host, Stanley Yang. We're here to talk to you today about the importance of personal branding as a filmmaker. This episode is brought to you by Top Sheet Inc. Through our payroll and production management automation, we focus on making sets run smoother and more efficiently, getting your crew paid faster and keeping everybody happier. Our goal is to make sets fun again. Hey, Josh. Hey, Stanley. How's it going? It's going great, man. How about you? Doing fantastic. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for being here today. Yeah, my pleasure. So again, for our audience, we're talking about the importance of personal branding as a filmmaker. So uh, Stanley, I just wanted to kind of get your thought and opinion on why do you think it's important for filmmakers to think about their personal brand? That's a really great question. I would, I would almost propose it to you like this. Would you rather buy a brand that you know or a brand that you don't know when you're going to a supermarket? So when you see, uh, would you rather buy a Tesla or no-name brand car when you think about it? Which, which car would you rather have? Uh, for me, th- I mean, the Tesla. Yeah, because uh, the name is very powerful, right? Mm-hmm. So um, kind of like what you talked about in general, it's like people buy things they recognize and there's a bit of trust that goes on there because um, when people recognize something, it makes it much easier for the purchasing decision for people to buy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the power of the personal brand really kind of lies behind um, becoming someone that's recognized, uh, becoming someone that's providing value, becoming someone that's um, seen as someone who's providing value, and that helps you stand out from the crowd because there's so many people trying to do what you're doing. And if there's some way to differentiate yourself and create a reputation for yourself as someone who provides really good quality um, either it's like you're providing very good quality content, very good quality work. You become someone that a lot of people want to work with. Um, that that really helps you in terms of your career, in terms of making a lot more money, in terms of being able to charge people more, in terms of opening up your opportunities and getting discovered. Uh, like you, I think I always think about it kind of like the the Casey Neistat kind of style, mm-hmm. where um, he's always doing more. For his videos, he's all he did uh, 800 days of vlogging, and that was a very hard feat for anyone. But just to see how um, he was able to consistently put out content, and people now have this huge library of content they can t- turn into, turn to and watch on YouTube. That's really cool because like they they're not gonna run out of content. They can watch for a lot of content from him. Oh yeah. Um, and then now he's built it over years, right? Yeah. It's becoming uh it's becoming this huge amount of content that they're going to find um, some way to discover him. So I think that's the kind of power of the, the you're building your brand because with a platform, you're able to do a lot more things than when you don't have a platform. So I heard Reed Hoffman talk about this um, in a very interesting way. He mentioned it as most people have a second, most um, founders or CEOs or people have a second act in their life. What that means is they use the platform that they built in the first level of building a business. Now they use the second, uh, their second mission in life is basically reaching out and following up with a second act of whatever else they want to do. So for Bill Gates, you can think of it as a Bill and Melinda Foundation mm-hmm. where they're doing a lot of work to help out impoverished people. And when you're thinking about it from like um, other, other business people who have now had a second act in something else completely different from their first act, it, it's very similar to that. So yeah, it, it, 
I think personal brand becomes everything because growing your brand and telling your personal story allows you to start building things and um, be able to influence the world in some kind of way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, I mean, you know, my favorite man is uh, Gary Vee, and that's exactly <laughs> what he's done. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's amazing, too. I mean, he's he's a genius marketer. No doubt. Yeah. You know, has, runs a thousand man marketing firm and he markets himself. And honestly, I mean, for me personally, if I was going to go pull out, you know, reach out to a marketing firm to market my product, mm. I would reach out to him because I know him. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of other players out there. You trust him. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I know him. I trust him. And like, he, he'd be my very first pick. I'd be like, yep, yeah, no, that's who I'm going with. Yeah. <laughs> and when you think about that, Josh, how powerful, how powerful is that? Because there's so many different marketing agencies. There's more marketing agencies out there than we can even count when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. And for your mind just to go directly to, oh, I'm going to hire Gary V. It's like you're, you know, you, you've seen his work. You've seen the kind of content he's putting out there to help you. Yep. But it's also like for what you're trying to do, there's no guarantee he's going to do it better than someone else, right? Yeah, exactly. But there's a, there's a weird level of trust that you have that he will do, you know, he will help you do your social media marketing than everyone else, that he will help you drive your Twitter strategy and drive your search engine optimization and be able to like create a strong brand for you with like content marketing and everything it's kind of a weird trust that you have with with gary v that allows you to kind of follow him and want to be like a part of his life in some way right yeah absolutely i mean it's like a mm-hmm. a good example pulling out of that is just i noticed he's a college dropout he doesn't have a background in marketing mm-hmm. but the truth is like you know the proof is in the pudding like i mean mm-hmm. you've seen the con his, you've seen his content you've seen his work you've seen the pepsi commercials oh, yeah. you've seen everything he's put his hand to and uh yes. it's like you know as a filmmaker just just to know this like even if you haven't gone to school doesn't mean you don't have value as a filmmaker mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that haven't and so it's just like Correct. and being able to show that before your film is out there or your projects are out there is a big, big, big deal. I mean, yeah, absolutely. So can you think of any uh, good key tips that you would have for filmmakers on how to build their personal brand? Like, Oh yeah. What are some things that you've done? What are some things you know to do? Mm, That's such a great question, Josh. Uh, What what I've been noticing a lot is people have been using, uh, creating a lot of social media content now the new hot thing that everyone's been talking about, including yourself, is TikTok. Like, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, I think YouTube is still huge. Mm-hmm. YouTube is still a giant. Um, I'm seeing a lot of people build careers on Twitch now. Um, people, you know, there's a lot of things that filmmakers can do. So it really depends on your job on set. Are you above the line or below the line? What's your role on set? And what do you want to be known for? Do you want to be known for as the sound guy? Do you want to be known as a special effects person? Do you want to be known as the leading man in Hollywood? Mm-hmm. You know, do you want to be the next uh, Leo DiCaprio? It, it, it's really interesting to see, like, think about the personal branding, um, especially now online. It's it's really the Internet's changed everything. Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, before. Yeah. Like, think about how long it took for movie, the movie industry to grow that kind of distribution to grow that kind of um, a film, you know, to put a theater in every city, you know, to to build that kind of distribution is not easy. Yep. It took them years. And now someone can blow up on TikTok and be famous in, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in less than a year, have uh, millions of followers. I love what they do. I mean, you think about that. It's pretty incredible 
kinds of successful personal brands that we've been seeing online and the different kinds of marketing strategy. So I would say like to in short, um, it really depends on when you when you start out and what um, let's say you start out your career, and you really want to market yourself. Think about how you can provide value based on what you do best. So basically, let's say if you're the sound guy, start creating content like videos, you know, videos, uh, blogs, any kind of content that helps you um, help people have better sound on their on their movies, on their videos, on YouTube. Just be someone who's always giving out knowledge and um, someone who's giving out tips in a way that hits a lot of people. You don't want to be someone who goes over people's heads. Don't use words that are too complex. Break things down in a way that even someone, you know, break the the way I've heard it said before was break it down in a way that even a fifth grader can understand what you're talking about. Like make things so easy to replicate. Um, so when you when you're giving people tips on YouTube, let's say, give them tips that are actionable that they can implement right away and help them be able to provide value. And um, so like I would say if you're working on the crew, you're working in some kind of in some way, give everything you know away for free hmm. and um, keep teaching people. Uh, there's a really good anecdote. I think I told you this in the past. So there were there's one person who, um, you know, he, he was they're both there are two people who are both learning how to build websites together. So at that time, when they're both starting out, they're roughly as good as each other. The difference between the two people is one person shared everything he was learning along the way. So he wrote um, these very detailed blogs online. And he called this website CSS Tricks. So what happened was this website now has become this massive resource for developers online hmm. that they turn to him and then they find his content. And you know, you don't think about you don't think about how that content really stacks up over time. Even if you're just putting out one or two pieces of content a week or even more, that stuff over years adds up to be an incredible amount of resource for people. That's helping people out. Um, and, you know, you know, the Internet's going to do its thing and put the promote the best content. And eventually, one, if you're always person that delivers a lot of value to people, you're going to win. Like, there's no doubt about it in my mind. If the person who's continuing to put out content with a helpful heart to really truly help change people's lives and give away things that you learned, like you you're gonna become a success to the to the people that you're serving. So I would say find whatever your niche is, be the best at providing value to people that are within your respective niche. Yeah, it's uh, so if you're a sound guy, find ways to give value. If you're the you know if you're the um, if you want to be the best actor, be someone who's always giving value to people. If you're if you want to build your name as a director, always be providing value or putting out work, consistent pieces of content that are beautiful, um, that are you know that in, are intriguing. Keep putting out more and more content. So I would say, in the words of Gary Vee, more content, but more good content that's actually helping people um, get the message and learn something from you. Yeah, I mean, becoming a leader in your industry. Um... Absolutely. No, that's that's fantastic. And uh, like, what are some uh, mm -hmm. what are what are some of the strong platforms you see out there right now for uh, filmmakers? Aside from like, mm. yeah, you mentioned TikTok, but like, I mean, between like Facebook, mm -hmm. LinkedIn, or like, what are some other really good solid platforms mm. to use at the moment? Yeah, that's such a good that's such a great question. So I would say, in my in my opinion, for in terms of long, I always look at it as a long term play for anything that you do. Uh, the problem with Facebook and Twitter, in my opinion, is just that 
the content is only lasts for a second and it goes away after. So basically you could go very viral and all of a sudden next week no one cares about it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of interesting as a pro and con how wide you can go, but then like there's no longevity to that play. So you can you can blow up overnight and then all of a sudden no one cares about it. So I would say in terms of building your brand, yeah. um, there I, I would say the best things are still the traditional things like Google, um, YouTube, those are still so great because if you put out good content, it just gives you so much more back. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't tell you the amount of times I built websites and just kept putting out content and then it's driving tens and thousands of traffic, uh, fat traffic every month. But then at the same time, it continues to grow over time, which is a thing of beauty. So it's not just I'm getting a couple hundred hits from Facebook today and <laughs> no longer getting it tomorrow, but it's consistently bringing me people for free every single day. So just leveraging and creating really solid content that has longevity, um, that's really going to continue helping people. That that kind of stuff has worked really well for me in the past. I would say Instagram, I mean, I think the biggest thing about a lot of the social media providers is they really want um, they really want you to spend money on ads. So if you're a person that doesn't have much money to spend into the ad machine, mm-hmm. it's very difficult to make that a, a, a long-term play. But absolutely, if you have the money to spend, you have a huge uh, social media budget to promote yourself. I would say maybe go with Instagram and go with Facebook and drive the kind of results that you want to see. Again, you have to keep putting dollars into the machine to make it work for you. But again, it's it's a it's you know that's a part of the game. Yep. So I would say like um, if I were starting out and I had no personal brand, I would focus on things that have a lot of longevity. I'll probably invest heavily into YouTube, heavily into uh, Google SEO, just building uh, blog content, written content that's really good and build, building that kind of following, always um, mm-hmm. email marketing, connect with people in some way. Um, and for I think for YouTube as a filmmaker is probably better than blogging um, in some ways because like I, I believe that most film people are very visual learners and they like to see things and kind of experience things. Yeah. So like people in film probably, I would, if I were in that position, I'll probably invest heavily into YouTube and just making a, a wonderful YouTube channel that I'm consistently posting at least twice a week to, and making sure my content is long enough to be super helpful to people and that any question that the person might have about a specific topic gets answered. Yeah. And I mean, like, what about, like, for example, with YouTube, you get a lot of comments oh, on your yeah. content when you're on there. Absolutely. Um, Just about the importance, too, about just responding to those comments and building yeah real relationships with that audience because yeah i mean when you're building that content and, and communicating with your audience then it's not a temporary audience you can keep them for a long time yeah such a great point you just brought up so i kind of uh, talk about an example of managing a uh, social media account that was getting th- uh, tens of thousands of impressions every week so you know you when you're online especially and you're running accounts it just feels like, you know, it doesn't feel like there's a real person on the other side of the, uh, you know, on, on the other side of the account actually liking your content yep. and commenting on it. Like you just don't really think of them as real people in some ways because it just seems like a number, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's really cool just like when you, when people are actually engaging and commenting. I mean, the social media platform providers, they really want you to, um, they really want you to use every part of their, you know, their, um, they, their platform they want you to comment back 
they're going to promote you. It's a part of the, it's pretty much a part of the algorithm for you to feed back into the system mm -hmm. by liking comments, responding to comments. Um, even on Twitter, you know, they, they want interaction. They want to drive people to, you know, keep looking at it. So if, if you ever look at Facebook, have you ever noticed sometimes a post keeps staying really high because there's constant activity there because people are kept, keep responding to each other. They're talking about something. They're having a discussion. And you see that Facebook continues to boost them in the algorithm. It's, it's really interesting to see that kind of stuff because they want you to engage with people and they want you to keep having those conversations and discussions. That's kind of the cool part about social media. And, you know, in some, in, in some areas, it's like that's a great part of social media. And then there's another side that isn't maybe so, not so friendly in some ways of just like random strangers that you're never, you know, that might say something cruel about you on YouTube, but just learning to not like, you know, um, again, I think our, our, our conversation is always like find the people that identify with you and then like be as interactive with them as possible. Right. Yep. Absolutely. No, I think that's really good. Mm -hmm. And just for the uh, young filmmakers out there that let's say, they haven't really thought about their personal brand. You know, they have their own, mm. you know, they have a Facebook page, they have a Twitter account, they have whatever, but they really haven't thought about the fact that, oh, wait a second, my personal brand matters if I'm going to do this filmmaking industry. Right. So for them, like, when would you say that they should start promoting themselves and their personal brand? Yeah, that's such a, that's such a great uh, thing. I would say, in my opinion, everything should start today if you have the ability to do it. Right. There's no better day, day than today to start. Yep. And I think that the hesitation with a lot of people is there's always like a, a little bit of fear in every single person to be judged by others. We're, you know, we're very social creatures. Uh, you know, we're very social beings in some ways. We like to be around each other and we we don't like to be judged by other people. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of times when we when we um, have that kind of fear or doubt that may discourage us from starting on our journey of branding ourselves. Um, just kind of like being able to work past your fears and have courage to be able to put out content. And even when, you know, it might nothing you do will be perfect right away. I think you and I had a long discussion about this in the past where it's like oh, yeah. everything you put out <laughs> at the beginning, it's going to suck in some way, right? It's not going to be perfect. Yep. But in the if you've been if you do it if you think you've been filming for 100 days straight, do you think you're going to get better? Mm -hmm. I think so, right? Oh yeah. And uh, it's it's just I all I all I ever just kind of hammer on in some ways is consistency over a long period of time is the only thing to um, building a big brand and a big success because you never see a big company say hey I'm no longer gonna create commercials anymore you know I'm no longer creating content because uh, you know like <laughs> uh, we we don't need to market ourselves anymore you never see a big brand say that in fact they're putting a ton of money every year you know, like millions, tens of millions of dollars into marketing themselves, working with influencers and working with people to have visibility, right? There's never a year where you hear Chevy's like, I'm pulling back. We're no longer doing any content at all. <laughs> you know, it's always <laughs> every business now is a content business and every person should think in that way. Yep. Because if you aren't building a brand for yourself, there's no differentiating between you and, you know, 10 other filmmakers who look exactly like you on the resume. So really at the end of the day, to your question, um, start today if you can and just almost have that fearless approach in how you, uh, how you, how you um, engage in building content and building an audience and finding people that resonate with you. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and just a good point to bring home on that is the fact that, you know, 
if you're a filmmaker and you have an opportunity to work with, you know, any of the big names, you know, mm. Chris Pratt, um, Steven Spielberg, any of them, yeah. part of the reason you get excited to work for them is because they have a brand. Correct. Their name is a brand. Yes. Like, you know, if you if your film says Steven Spielberg on it, mm. you know you're going to sell Absolutely. tickets. You know you're going to get oh, that yeah. investment. Like, there's, there's no question. Mm. And so for that example, like, you look at it, it's like, if you want someone with their name that's a brand on your project so bad, why not be the person whose name gets put on that project to sell a ticket? Yeah, absolutely. And today's society is so awesome because, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't have that option of making yourself a brand. No, you didn't. Like, you, you had to get discovered by someone who's already there. Right. And you had to be invited in. Mm. You had to prove yourself and be invited. Correct. Today, you can go online and you can make your own brand. You can go on there. Oh, yeah. And I mean, and for no cost, too. Yes. Like, as long as you do the research, you do the study, and you, you do the grind. Yes. Like, you have, to, you have to research, how. okay, how do I make a brand? Then you have to um, really, like, study, how does that apply to me? Like, mm-hmm. how, how can I make this into real action? Right. And you have to grind. Like, it is so freaking hard. Yeah. Just to plow through. And you're, you're going to get downtrod. I mean, you're going to see, mm. you know... You're every like like I've heard said before, everybody starts at zero. Yep. So don't be discouraged. Like you know, if a month from now, oh, I still have zero followers. Mm-hmm. So what? You're still learning your brand. Correct. <laughs> yes. Um. So like, no, yeah. With that point being made, like, mm. absolutely, starting today is a huge, huge, huge deal. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, close the podcast now and go start something. Make I, a brand. I love because- that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and. I, you know, to your point, man, like just the what you just discussed earlier regarding how um, the studios really sell the brands of the director as a part of their marketing strategy. They sell the mm-hmm. name actors as a part of their marketing strategy. All these things are so important to selling movies nowadays. And the reason why it matters because people care about it. You know, now you have to associate good uh, good names to good movies, right? Yeah. So, like, whenever you watch a movie, you just think about, oh, that movie has, you know, Leo DiCaprio, has Matthew McConaughey, and uh, it has all these, it has Steven Spielberg or something like that. You start connecting, you know, the people that you like and the people that you trust, and it becomes important because you know the kind of how they film, how they act, and you like the stuff that they do. Yeah. So then you go and watch the movie at the end. So I love that you brought that up because these people, you know, um, in the industry, they've created a successful brand for themselves. They created a nice branding image that people can follow. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's why even on Instagram and Facebook, these people have such wide reach because they have so many followers. Like they have so many fans and people, you know, following them and listening to their every word. Yeah. It's really cool that you brought that up. Well, it's like, you know, for example... We talked about Casey Neistat. We talked about Gary Vee and these guys. And it's like, these are self-made influencers. These are guys yeah. that didn't have the studios back in them. And no. they made a name for themselves. Mm-mm. And I guarantee you put one of them, even in a cameo in a film, yeah, they're going to bring an audience. Yep. There are going to be people going there just because one of those two guys is in the film. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like there, there's no... Like, I guarantee, I don't care if it's a crappy film. Like, personally, if I saw... Cause I, you know, I love Gary, and if I saw him on mm. a film, I'd be like, I gotta see it just to see <laughs> that scene in the film. Right. It's all the like the people that go and see Sharknado to see Mark Mark Cuban in there. You know, it's like yep. just like some random art. 
people that watch Entourage, oh, where's Mark Cuban, right? They, yep. You know, they, they it's it's really funny to see like the kinds of uh, people that follow in these uh, names because they've created a personal brand for themselves. Yep. And people would just watch something just to see that person in there. And that's a really good phenomenon you brought up. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, man, I, I just get excited for this stuff. Like I'm all about building personal brand. You know, we're, you and I are right there in the grind with everybody else mm-hmm. uh, getting to that point. And um, yeah, yeah, no, I just I love having a discussion about this. Anyways, we need to wrap up the show for today. But uh, yeah, if, if anyone likes the show, please comment, reach out to us. We would love to communicate with you. If you had more points that you want to bring up, hey, maybe we can bring them up on a future episode. That would be fantastic. So, yeah, just feel free to reach out. And uh, thank you again, Stanley. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Josh. Thank you for inviting me today. Thank you all for listening. Again, Cinebiz Real Talk has been created and brought to you by Top Sheeting. We are the automated payroll and production solution. We have apps and online software to help make film better. If you have any questions, please go to topsheet.io and jump into our chat. We're here to help. Everyone stay safe. We'll talk to you soon.